This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Listen to Wrestling Around Fun Free FM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! Uh, I hope everybody had a great holidays or is continuing to have a great holidays. Uh, this week, obviously, Raw was a recap show, so we don't have a huge amount from there, but there's still stuff we've been missing week to week that uh, we need to pick up on, and some new stuff from SmackDown, some new stuff from NXT, so there'll be plenty of us to chat about for the next 30 minutes, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, I guess the the opening thing, the biggest thing uh, that we should mention across uh, uh, all of it is just, you know, it's going to line into our song later today. It was the bloodline. That's again, all of what SmackDown was. Yeah, um, <coughs> they're prepared to rip into, to reach into our chest and rip our hearts out. <laughs> no, I'm we sure can... they'll be fine. There'll be nothing yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's been a beautifully told story this entire time. Um, and let's just face it, Sami Zayn is a much huger star now than he was would ever have been without this storyline mm-hmm. without the awkwardly standing in the background of the most important storyline and then suddenly getting thrust into the limelight of it. Yeah. Sammy, as you say, like came from, uh, you know, we thought he was going to be a bit of a joke, bit of a here and there. And he is arguably one of the most important parts of the bloodline right now, especially when it could have been getting completely stale, uh, if it had been left as is. Um, so yeah, it's it's I don't want it to end. Don't let it end. Yeah. I don't either. But at the same time there is a point when it does have to move on. And it does feel like it is the point of no return with Sammy. We have to, we have something going here. Let's see where it takes us. Mm-hmm. It could um I know everybody wants Cody as world champion. Including myself. I'd, l- I'd love <laughs> the idea of Cody being the champion because I think it would be a phenomenal statement. It'd be a slap in the face to the other company. Um, and it would be an amazing story. And you have plenty of feuds pre-built for his return. But at the same time, something I wouldn't have said a year ago, two years ago, five years ago when the... Um, I could see Sami Zayn as a world champion based solely off of his performance in this storyline and the way he has the crowd in the palm of his hand. Yeah, it's whenever the trigger is pulled, um, it is it is going to be one of those emotional moments that people remember uh, for sure. Um, and I, yeah, 
it's kind of bittersweet, right? Because you want to see it because it's going to make for amazing television. Uh, the crowd reactions are going to be amazing, but you also don't want to see it because you like your boy, Sammy. Yeah. Personally, I I would rather them go the Batista route. Um, you remember when he won the Rumble mm-hmm. and there was the whole, is he going to go to SmackDown or stay on Raw thing? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. And... Oh, throughout the night, as they were getting ready for his decision, you see him hearing things from Triple H and Ric Flair that make you realize, oh, he's going after this person. I want to hear, see similar, I would like to see similar things. Have Sammy win the Rumble and have him consider maybe going after the Intercontinental or U.S. titles, but have like segments of the bloodline, especially Roman, basically talking down him mm-hmm. and that convinces him to go after roman it is definitely an amazing storyline that they could pull off um and i think as we said a, a whole bunch last week we just don't know where we're headed uh there's so many different amazing roads we could head down where are we going to end up don't quite know and then cody's just going to return and win it all anyway so hey uh do you even want to talk about the Usos title defense? Nice, quick, and easy one for them. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the Hit Row is still a relatively new tag team, so it, you weren't expecting them to um, take down the Usos. Mm-hmm. But I think they had a um, had fairly good showing against arguably the best tag team ever in WWE. The other the other argument is our current NXT <laughs> champion. So um and so yeah, I mean it's still a pretty was still a pretty fu- fun match. It was still there was still a lot there's still a lot for Hit Road to do. Uh, I could see, definitely see them as a future tag team champions, but that future is not now. Yeah. <laughs> Not while the Usos are holding the belts, for sure. No. And uh, if we're talking about tag teams, we're talking about SmackDown. Let's fast forward all the way. Main event. It is the uh, the annual Christmas-themed match. It is Braun Strowman and Ricochet. That, uh, that little big combo just taking on uh, Imperium in a tag team match. Minus uh, Gunther. But they made that make sense. <laughs> For because of Gunther's character, this match doesn't really vibe that well with. Um, so they had him go home for the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> um, makes total sense. And it was just a fun match. Uh, the two just two teams just went absolute ham, and it showed potential for a tag team in Ricochet and um, Braun if they want to go that route. Eventually, I think Ricochet's had a fantastic year, all things considered. Um, I I would love, I would love to see them work their way towards the Usos because mm-hmm. I think I think they would make fantastic champions, and I think they would be believable in taking down the Usos because you have a former United States slash Intercontinental champion and a former Universal champion. Yeah, it, it, it feels like. When we look at a lot of things like this, we look at tag teams, we look at big, big single stars, or maybe in that upper mid card area. 
And you have to think, you know, if the bloodline wasn't happening, if that was not the hottest act on TV right now, then where would we be? And the answer is we probably would have Braun Strowman and Ricochet with the belts. We probably would have uh, all of this other stuff. A little unfortunate that, you know, every tag team title and every uh, world title is, is tied up with the bloodline. Um, it makes sense for what they're doing, and I'm sure eventually we'll either get some sort of either official merging, splitting apart, etc., etc., as the bloodline begin to crumble. Um, but, yeah, it, it means that these tag teams and these other guys are having to fight for not necessarily a title. Uh, it's just, you know, about status on the card, really. Um, and Strowman and Ricochet are already in such a short time proving themselves to be worthy of uh, being up the top and, and being with some of the better tag teams that they've got. Yep. Plus, we had a really neat little moment that kind of, like, uh, doesn't, um, that I don't think we would have seen in Vince's era. With the uh, mistletoe and Ricochet getting to kiss his actual girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> on air. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, I think this is a potential tag team that probably won't go anywhere because they'll probably split them up next week. Because of course they would. <laughs> of course. Um, we're a little bit of time still. Uh, let's talk about the last thing. Well, last, I guess, uh, big thing on SmackDown. Ronda Rousey. You kind of forget it, but she is the SmackDown Women's Champion. She needs her number one contender. Let's have a gauntlet match. Uh, Zia Lee defeats Emma, then goes on to defeat Tegan Knox. Uh, ultimately falls to Raquel Rodriguez, who then takes out Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville. Uh, before ultimately getting one last roadblock shoved in front of her. Mm. Uh, with yeah. Ronda bringing on out Shayna Baszler and saying, you got one more. Ultimately, in the end, we get our Rousey Rodriguez <laughs> match. Yeah, um, which she did beat her in the elimination match. That's so true. That's not, so it's technically not a roadblock. <laughs> she, she she got she beat Baszler with the most powerfullest move known to the WWE, <laughs> the roll up. Anybody can hit it at any time. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I guess the outcome of this entire match is we are heading towards Rousey Rodriguez uh, as our our one on one match, and Shayna Baszler is just being Ronda's lackey for now. Yep. Um, and Zia Lee also getting quite a good showing. Uh, the only person to pick up, uh, wins other than Raquel Rodriguez. And she ended up picking up two of them as well on Emma and Tegan Knox. Um, so, uh, might be seeing a little bit of a push for Zaya as well. Uh, let's go roughly into our entrance theme this week. Uh, it is that of the Usos, just to show you their continued dominance in the tag team scene, as well as the Bloodline's importance to everything WWE. Uh, and then that song is planned for you right about now. Yeah, 
aisles. Let's welcome these folks to the Oso Penitentiary. Fm, Arafim, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady. He's Josh. NXT. Uh, we finally, we finally know when Indus Sure are going to be taking on the Creed Brothers. They've been protecting them from beatdowns for weeks. They've said they've wanted them at a hundred percent. Julius Creed took down JD McDonough beforehand, and then we've got it. New Year's Evil. That is when these two teams will collide. Uh, I think that this, honestly, I, this is one thing where it's like, we're developing the heel team in Senga and Veer Mahal. At the same time, we could easily split the Quaid brothers up either either going into their own singles careers or sending them off to the main roster Mm -hmm. uh, from this match. I feel like they are... (laughs) At the very least, having him, having Julius face JD here. At least f- fishing to see if there's any interest in the crowd in a uh, Julius Creed solo run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it could go anywhere. I just don't see them winning this match against the, um, uh, against Indus Share. Sure. So I don't see them winning that tag match, but. NXT has surprised me before, and with this tag team with the Green Brothers, I won't put anything past them. But um, I feel like this match is more about um, Mahal or Mahan and um, and his partner than it is about the Creed Brothers. Yeah, it's it's a couple guys like especially Vera as well. We brought him back from. Uh, the main roster. We put this team back together. We haven't seen. Them. Did we really bring him back from the main roster? That's because true. he he had his coming soon promos <laughs> for six months and never came. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess if the if the vignettes don't count, um, we we you know we bring him back. We're building this team back up. It definitely does feel like this is going to be the next big uh, team here on NXT. And as you say. The Creed Brothers, they got themselves uh, a bit of legitimacy regardless. Um, probably will see an industry uh, win. And yeah, the Creed Brothers, they could go off and do whatever they want. Uh, I'm sold on all of their in-rings. Um, 
I think they're they're both great individually and together. Yeah. Uh, what else off of NXT do you want to talk about? We still got quite a bit of time. Um. Okay. Um, I'll let you pick. Well, how about uh, Corey Jade and Wendy Chu? Why not? Uh, usually, I would sit here and be happy that we got a Cora Jade match, but unfortunately, she didn't pick up the win. Uh, in this case, Wendy Chu picking up the win. Um, I just don't know what we want to do with Wendy Chu. And yes, I did rhyme there on accident. Yeah, um, I, I like, I, I think because of the push that they've had on Cora, especially after a hero, link, I think that makes this me- mean more about it because it seems that they are trying to do something with you mm-hmm. and her getting a win over somebody like Cora Jade is just more, uh, makes it mean more. Um, the match was fine. Um, it seemed to be too much on them trying to hit their spots rather than telling a story. And I think that hurt overall, but that's just because they're both young talents. Um, but overall, I think we have two of the very best in NXT that we're in this match, and I think we're going to see 2023 focusing heavily on these two ladies mm-hmm. in the women's division. Yeah, they got a few of them now uh, floating around in that women's division. Quite a lot of talent uh, sitting there. We saw quite a bit of it in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Um, you got Wendy Chu as well out here. Um and even a few others, which we can talk about, you know, the uh, debuting to NXT, I guess, coming on over, uh, Lyra Valkyria, um, taking out Lash Legend. I, I really like the cut of her jib. I'm all in on Lyra. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe it's just because Lash Legend doesn't, like, doesn't get chemistry with anybody. <laughs> that's, that's one way <laughs> to put it. Um, but I I have not been sold on her these last couple weeks. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's just, just something isn't translating. Um, or maybe we just haven't been able to discover what her character is and what her in-ring persona presence is going to be. But at this point, it just isn't working. Okay. For me. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I've been a fan of hers prior to NXT, which probably helps with me. You know, I've seen uh, her put on good stuff um, outside of these matches uh, with Lash and with some of the other uh, rookies and stuff. So, yeah, I, maybe it is uh, just needing to see a little bit more out of her, um, getting her a better canvas to paint her picture on, I guess. Um you know, no disrespect to Lash Legend, but she isn't the, uh, I'm trying to find a nice way to put that. Um, she isn't the most seasoned, uh, potato in the oven. Uh, she needs a little bit more time, um, before she's ready to pop on out and get eaten at Christmas dinner. That was a weird metaphor. <laughs> I think I got my point across. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's just not ready for the position she's currently in. Mm. That that's the simple fact of it for Lash Legend. Yeah, she's got she's a very very rough diamond at the moment. There we go. Something we said about a certain TBS champion, um, 
a couple years ago. Yeah. You say a certain, there's been one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the one and only. Um, we might end up talking about your dreaded other show, depending on how fast we get through the rest of the stuff. Uh, schism. You love them. They're picking up wins. They're getting their momentum. And they're starting to develop a really fine tag team synergy between the three of them. Mm-hmm. And I th- think the stable can actually work the more they develop that. Yeah. The triple... You don't see very many triple teams uh, like like what we had in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is... I think this is going to be a phenomenal stable for NXT. Eventually, I do think it's going to eventually lead to Joe Gacy becoming an NXT champion. Just because I feel like that's the eventual trajectory. We did say that a but, few months ago, to be fair. Yeah. But um, but that now we have more evidence for it. Because mm-hmm. they seem to be taking off now. Um, and this match definitely showed off why why we think that there's such something here for it. Yeah, we've, we've seen, you know, flashes here and there. Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets before coming into this, amazing. Um, we know that they are, you know, one of the better tag team talents we've got floating around. Joe Gacy's challenge for the NXT Championship before. We've seen him put on his A game. Uh, I think Ava Rain being the uh, wild card factor. But, you know... What did we say a few months ago when she came out? Being on TV every week is going to help her. Uh, she will get recognized and she will build something. Um, and Schism's just as good a place as any to be doing that. Yep, definitely definitely can't hurt her. Uh, main event, NXT. We had a championship defense, the North American championship on the line. Uh, Wesley, Tony D'Angelo... Uh, that was our match between the two of them, and your boy managed to come out on top. Yeah, it was a solid match. It wasn't phenomenal, but it didn't need to be. Um, and it's it's just more for setting up the eventual triple threat that's likely to come at New Year's Evil. <laughs> um, between including Dijak, who got involved in the match. Um, it definitely did make. There was definitely some issues with the match, though, with D'Angelo seeming more interested in trying to hurt Wesley than actually take the title from him. Um, so that's that was interesting. Um, I th- do think that that may play into the the New Year's Evil match. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley still has a lot to show, so if, I don't think they should have pulled the title from him. But if they do, it's definitely going to Dijak. Yeah. <laughs> um, We've been teasing Dijak for so long. Yeah. But I think this is just going to be a phenomenal triple threat. Um, and I think they will all just really let loose in that match. I, I do feel like if the title is to change hands at New Year's Evil, it'll be uh, in that triple threat, Dijak pinning Tony D'Angelo. Um... You know, just protecting Wesley. I do think he is one of the better mid-carders we've got on NXT. Um, 
which, you know, not a lot of people were saying after what happened to the tag team. Um, and yeah, he's come out, he's proven that he can go. And he was someone that we were all genuinely hyped to win the title. Um, put on a great showing with Carmelo over and over and over and over. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't think they'll want to put Wesley necessarily under Dijak. Um, but it's hard to bet against the big man. Yeah. Yeah, especially since he's returning with a whole new character and everything. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it's going to be a toss-up when it comes time to decide on wh- what I'm going to predict for that match. Um, but I, I, I'm looking forward to it because I think it could be an early contender for match of the year. Hmm. Given the year hasn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Alrighty, well, we've got about four minutes left in the show. Is there anything, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, other company, random stuff, what do you want to fill this four minutes with? Well, Put you on the spot. Uh, we're getting match number three between Alba Fi and Isla Dawn. There we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, going at it again one more time. Or two more in times. Ex- or three more times. In, ex- in an extreme rules match next week. Um, that should be interesting. Um, I, it is a question of just how extreme they're going to get. <laughs> I feel like um, with these two, it could be quite extreme. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's going to be a few tables broken. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the these two have seemed to be very interesting to me, and I am interested in seeing how that plays out, but I just have this feeling it's going to end like the previous ones, where it's just Al- Alify looks like she's going to win, and then loses because somebody got involved. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't do it again, you know? Like, mm. you can only go to that well so many times. Yeah. Please don't do it again. Uh, yeah, because Don seemed to accept it with too much confidence, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but you never know. It may end up being that whoever she has to help her gets neutralized by somebody like, say, our NXT champion. <laughs> That's true. Um, and yeah, even then, though, like it's really hard to pull off that that clean sort of match after that. You know, there'll always be a little bit of distraction, a little bit of, like, tit for tat, and it'll be fine. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I just want these two to go head to head. Extreme Rules is a worrying stipulation just because it can very easily lead to interferences. And as you say, they've been plagued by those in their last few matches. But just let Isla and uh, and Alba rip each other's heads off. That's all I'm asking. Yes. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that plays out next week. But um, I definitely feel I feel like something's happening next week in this match. It could very well be somebody Alba brought in <laughs> to 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 neutralize whoever Isla has. Yeah. Um, we don't really know, but it it should be fun to watch. As I think, up to whatever that finish is, it will be probably a slobber knocker. Mm-hmm. We will have to wait and see. Well, we are all out of time for this week's show. Maybe. Um, and uh, you can visit our <laughs> Facebook page. I forgot my line. Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up. Or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up. Or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D 
up in my defense i just got back from an eight hour roadie two minutes before we started the show hey uh we'll see you next week where i will be less tired i promise Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.